Hello, and welcome to the Capacity Asia Preview. Uh, my name is Jack Haddon, and I'm joined by my fellow reporter at Capacity Media, Saf Malik. Hi, everyone. And uh, Vanessa Barb, who's the Managing Director of Capacity. Hi, everyone. Saf, Vanessa, uh, you're both heading out to Singapore for Capacity Asia next month. Um, and I'm looking forward to hear about what you guys have got planned for the trip and uh, what everyone attending the show can look forward to as well. Um, but why don't we start with a little bit of background. So Vanessa, uh, what can you tell us about uh, the history of Capacity's events in Asia? Um, what's going to make this year special? Sure. So Capacity Asia is one of Capacity's longest standing events. It began um, as an event for the carrier industry to buy and sell voice, data, and internet services. But as the industry evolved, it transitioned around, I'd say, 2016 to become a wider connectivity event, attracting data centers, cloud service providers, content service providers, satellite operators, and even investors today. Um, so now, we're in our second year in Singapore, but pre-COVID, the event's been held in Macau, Hong Kong, Bangkok, and Kuala Lumpur. So we've moved around a fair bit over the years, which has enabled us to develop some great relationships across different markets. And back to your question around what's going to make this year special. Well, firstly, we're in a new venue, the Shangri-La, and we know how important location is to our attendees in terms of the ease of locating meetings with clients and prospective new partners. And the Shangri-La will offer just that. So we're really excited to amplify the overall on-site experience this year. We're also excited to unveil a series of new conference sessions. We've got over 70 speakers confirmed this year, covering everything from 2024 predictions, headwinds and tailwinds to the impact of AI. And new for 2023, we're thrilled to support the Data Cloud Leadership Summit in collaboration with Data Cloud which is the leading organizer of senior level data center and cloud events worldwide. It's by invitation only on Monday, the 11th of December for decision makers across the digital infrastructure landscape. They'll give everyone a taster for their new launch, which is coming up in Singapore on the 22nd and 23rd of April, 2024. Yeah, I think we just, I saw um, we, we released like the schedule of events for next year um, earlier today. Uh, so hopefully everyone got the chance to check that out by the time you're listening to this. But yeah, that's just one, I think, of the really exciting new, uh, new events that are coming as well as some familiar favorites like uh, Capacity Asia and ITW, of course, back again. Um, Saf, uh, I guess like kind of with Asia in mind specifically, you know, we've written a lot about the the region um, in the capacity newsletter recently. It's the largest data consuming region in the world, um, mainly driven by India and China, but there's massive investment in digital infrastructure in places like Indonesia, Philippines, Thailand, Vietnam at the moment, um, to, to name just a few. Uh, but what are, what are some of the trends that you're seeing and some of the stuff that you've been kind of like working on and talking to people about and what should people keep an eye out for um, at the event in terms of some of the, the content and the conversations they can expect to be having? Yeah, of course, Asia's a massive region um, for us to cover. I recently moderated the panel at Data Cloud, um, ESG discussing kind of ESG strategies across the region. Uh, and the conclusion was that Asia is going to have a, a massive impact on reducing greenhouse gases moving forward. I'd say sustainability and ESG is one of the main trends. Um, separately, you mentioned there's been several investment agreements um, with the likes of Laserlight, Inligo Networks and Singtel. Um, there's a lot more investment opportunities moving forward, I think, across kind of several countries in the region, um, including the likes of Malaysia, Singapore, China and India. Um, key trends, I'd say AI is another key trend, obviously, uh, because we can't seem to go one week without writing a story about AI. Um, and I think one day, really. yeah, literally. And I think um, it's it's also big for Asia because businesses are 
basically trying to leverage it um, and not get left behind. Um, I'll be moderating a panel on uh, on AI on the 13th um, and separately there's going to be one on satellite on the 12th that I will also be moderating. So yeah, look forward to those and I'd say those are the the key trends. Uh, Vanessa, do you have anything to add on that on that end? Yeah, I'd probably just add I'm also moderating a panel next week on messaging and SMS. So I'm really happy to give you guys a quick snapshot of what to expect as I know SMS often gets overlooked by some of our data center cloud AI or digital infrastructure led topics, but it is equally an important revenue generator for our market. Um, we actually had our panel rehearsal last week with my fabulous speakers, Fabrizio from Horizon, John from Tellin, and Ilya from Mavenir. And some of the discussion points highlighted were along the lines of AI and bots in supporting growth, of course, AI, pricing and the role regulation plays in managing pricing strategies, as well as Apple's recent announcement on pledging to support RCS messaging and the influence that this could actually have on A2P. So if you want to find out more, join us in the conference room on Wednesday at 3.30. Yeah, Capacity Asia uh, isn't just about the content, um, although I'm sure those panels you guys are moderating will be will be awesome. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening at the show outside of that as well. Um, so Vanessa, what are some of the opportunities uh, for people who might be joining for the first time, um, you know, to meet with their old friends or, or new faces at, um, at Shangri-La? So the content's really important with Capacity Asia, but everyone also sometimes forgets that Capacity Asia is primarily an event that facilitates meetings and connections. That's really what people go uh, to the event for. Um, we're actually kickstarting this year with an evening reception on Monday, the 11th of December, which is kindly sponsored by China Unicom from 6.30. And the following evening, a reception sponsored by China Telecom, and then the closing drinks reception on Wednesday, sponsored by NTT Data. If that's not enough, then we also have um, CTRLS data centers are sponsoring a happy hour of drinks on Tuesday at four. So hopefully plenty of opportunities for informal catch-ups with friends that are old and new. There are also around, I'd say, 50 meeting spaces booked by regional and international companies, as well as around 29 exhibitors showcasing their latest services and products. So. If you're joining the event, I highly recommend setting up your profile on the event meeting app swap card so you can pre-arrange meetings as diaries are really filling up now. Yeah, I'm sure. I know like, well, we were just at Capacity Europe a couple of months ago and um, it was getting to the point where there was more people I wanted to meet, but I was like, I literally don't have the time for this. So um, <laughs> swap card is definitely a good uh, good way of like filling in those those last spaces if, uh, if you haven't jumped on there already. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of, um, I think you can view the full attendee list now on Swapcard or, or you will be able to by the time uh, everyone's listening to this. Um, but here are some of the, the key names that we've got uh, joining us at the event this year. So this is a tough question. There's always too many people to name and this feels a bit like the Oscars, you know, when someone gives an acceptance speech and you forget to name an important figure. But I think everyone on site is key to the industry. That's always my take. Um, so if we look on the carrier and the telco side, we've got China Unicom, NTT Data, China Mobile International, China Telecom, Telstra, Colt, Deutsche Telekom, Orange Wholesale, Airtel, Tata Communications, Verizon Partner Solutions, PCW Global, HGC, Telin, E and whew, amongst others. <laughs> this does go Take on. A breath, I know. <laughs> we also have a lot of satellite operators joining us this year, which is quite exciting, um, including OneWeb, SES, Rivada Space Networks, Pacific Broadband Satellites. Um, and then from the data center side, we've got CTRLS, which I mentioned earlier. 
uh, Digital Realty, Equinix, ST Telemedia, Global Day Center Services, um, Iron Mountain, HK Colo, and more. So uh, quite a big uh, group actually emerging as well from the data center space. And then um, I'm really excited actually about some of the content and cloud service providers that are joining us this, this year. So we've got Netflix, um, AWS, Console Connect, Microsoft, Alibaba Cloud, Cloudflare, Google, Tencent, TikTok, and Akamai. So there are more to add to this list, but um, there are over 300 companies joining us this year. So uh, I think it'll take me a bit longer than a couple minutes to share that with you both. Uh, but yeah, really big apologies as well if I haven't mentioned your organization. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone next week. Yeah, just a reminder, you can uh, you can check Swapcard again if uh, if you did want to see that full list and, and check out who you have the opportunity to meet. Um, well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be uh, in Singapore this year. I was uh, in the same hotel as Capacity Asia last year, but running um, one, of our, one of our other events. So I did get to pop down there um, and I had a great time uh, kind of just checking out Singapore, all there is to do there. Um, what are you guys going to be getting up to? Uh, while you're while you're there, Saf, you've got some time off, right? Um, afterwards, because uh, I'm going to be picking up on your news. So, what what are you going to be getting up to while I'm back in London working? Yeah, so I've got a couple of days um, that I'm spending extra there because I've never been to Singapore. I actually had a trip to Thailand, and I planned to go to Singapore, and this was before COVID, but it got cancelled. Um, so I'm going to be making up for lost time. I've heard that there's a, a cool Avatar Garden over there, which I'm looking forward to going to see. Um, but I've checked the weather for next week and it's not looking great um it's gonna be oh no. yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> hot but uh it looks like it's gonna be raining vanessa um but yeah i need to bring my umbrella yeah. okay yeah. good reminder you do um but yeah like i said i'm open to, to recommendations as it as i know you guys have been there before well not many people know this about me but i was born in singapore so I'm really? really excited to, yeah, I was, I was born, I actually, <laughs> I, I, grew up, I grew up in Asia, so I was born in Singapore, then I spent seven years in Hong Kong, and then nine years in Japan, oh, wow. so uh, Asia's actually home, so I'm, I'm super excited to go back to my early childhood roots. Um, I'm also a huge foodie, and Singapore has so many amazing restaurants, so it's one thing I absolutely love out there is a soft shell crab, um, and then I, I, I always visit Ding Tai Fung as well. Um, Dim Sums are definitely on the list of, of foods I'm going to be eating when I'm out there. Yeah, loads of great restaurants. I think like the Hawker markets as well is like awesome just in terms of like getting loads of like really cool street food, really good vibe there. Um, I think most of them are covered as well, right? If it is raining. Um, so <laughs> Saf, you should definitely check those out. They're, they're great. Will do. Thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you found that useful and um, hopefully you'll have uh, equally as exciting activities planned while you're in Singapore around all the meetings and, uh, and networking that will be taking place at the show itself. But yeah, this has been the Capacity Asia Preview. Thank you very much for listening. Saf and Vanessa, we'll see you next week and hopefully we will see you back on the podcast soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Jack. I look forward to seeing everyone next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.